How much was that thing? Too much. <laughs> How much money did we spend, Joe? Um, about thirteen hundred. Yeah, or so, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. there goes my uh, Trump money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Only half, but it's going to a good cause. Yeah. Um, I didn't spend all of it in one place. That's know? true. <laughs> well, I, Melissa missed all of our Guitar Center bitching, uh, I think, but she I can did. go back and listen to that if she wants to. <laughs> so that way we don't have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, one. One item from our shipment that was supposed to be here a few weeks ago showed up, and that is this prettiness oh. that you see in front of you. So, when did it then, finally arrive? Uh, yesterday. And eventually, we will have even better mics. Mm-hmm. So we'll be even better sounding. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I got this shipment in the mail and found out, uh, well, I didn't find out. I looked at it and saw that the box was beat to shit. And uh, so I called them about it and it was an issue that Guitar Center, or it was an, it was an issue with UPS, but they wanted me to open it up and check and see if everything inside the box was okay, just to, just to see. And he said, no matter what, call me back, whatever. The, the dude was cool. The company sucks. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> yeah. basically what I'm going with here. Yeah. And um, when I had him on the phone, I said, yeah. And we were told that everything else is supposed to be showing up the 15th. And he said, well, about that. Our microphones aren't getting to them now until the 21st. Ah. Yeah. Well, so. we got it. Well, okay. It's my mom's birthday. There we go. <laughs> Happy birthday, mom. Thanks, mom. Mine's tomorrow yes. for my mom. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was misleading. Boo- yeah. You made me think it was mm-hmm. your birthday tomorrow. And then, mom. I mean, my half birthday's coming up here. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. It's very important. Give you half a cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody have a amusing anecdote to start the episode with? Um, not really. I bought a bunch of wine. You did. <laughs> now, the names of the wine? Cockburn and Drysack. <laughs> I have no idea what these wines are. They're uh, well. I don't. Nobody got me they're one. They're both so delicious. I have no idea what they're. Grab like. one, man. I will, okay. but I'm all the way on the other uh, side of this table. That's mm. a true story. Mm-hmm. I, wish. I feel like I should help, but you for some reason should. I have a grudge, and I don't know that I will. I don't know if people noticed, but <laughs> Melissa's here. She Hi, hasn't been here in nigh on five years. Yeah, our media liaison. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. That's right. So she's going to help us look stuff up that we usually end up getting quiet to look up. True. That's the way that, well, I, I mean, if she doesn't. That's job. awkward. <laughs> it was. It was. Should we get started? Let's do it. All right. Listen to this. What do you think about that? That's pretty fly. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. I, usually I have to put that in after the fact. Yeah. Now we're professional, Joe. Yeah. This is almost reminds me of a silent disco. Yeah. Like we're only, we are, all three of us have headphones on and if anyone walked into my house, they'd just hear us bobbing our heads and just kind of like, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, we're listening to the music. <laughs> You're like, not wrong. You know. You're not wrong. That's pretty slick. Melissa has gone to the kitchen. I presume to fetch me a drink. I'm in Narnia. Thank okay. you. Narnia. What? Narnia. Do, do you have a, a wardrobe uh, in I your do. house? Uh, I have closets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's the banana. same thing. I got a banana suit sitting around. Uh, you have a banana in your pocket. That's right. Or am I just happy to see you? Probably both. Yeah. The one thing that this can't do is handle, <laughs> is handle the gain. I oh, believe yeah. goes yes. to eleven. Yeah, it uh, is extreme. Which one is this? Dry sack. It looks like it looks. Thank you, by the it, way. If you hate it, my apologies. I legit just picked some bottles. It kind of. Uh, why does it look like whiskey? I have no idea. It said it. It's could, a whole bunch of sherry's. Yeah, sherry's. But okay. But, I have no idea. Uh, when uh, I'm not aware of the last time that I've. Uh, consumed a brown wine. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. Look so at that. Chug it like a shot, right? No, I don't. Uh, put it back. Did which? Did you have this one? I have this one. Yeah. The the, the brown wine. Uh huh. Brown wine. <laughs> Dry. Is that? Is it? Were they going for a fleshy color? I suppose so. <laughs> I guess Dry it's in the bottle. <laughs> Unless this is the one bottle that just didn't work. I don't understand. I mean, maybe with the COVID body count, mm-hmm. flesh color. There you go. Yeah. 
Ooh. Mm. It, Undecided. It's uh, it's acquired. I mean, I'll drink it, but it's acquired. It's acquired. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like coffee. That's true. But um, maybe you'd like that cock one instead. Mm. What was that? Cockburn. There we go. This one's dry <sighs> sack. I just don't like true. the way that you said that. Cockburn's pretty sweet. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Are you sure? I tried it myself. Well, okay. <laughs> I tried it too. See, tried it, it was good. Tried it back in the 1900s. I had no idea. I legit went to Cycling Liquors, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I feel like wine tonight, something just kind of chill to get the edge. And the guy behind the counter immediately went with everything phallic That's right. for you. Well, he was like, he this is help. right up your alley, bro. He didn't even help. I was just going for the wines that were about 20 bucks a piece, 17 uh-huh. whatever mm-hmm. it was. Cause I've heard those are the best wines to buy. All right. You know? So yeah. then uh, I'm like, do I get a cabaret? Do I get a, eh, I don't know what to get. And then I see the names of it. And I'm like, oh, I got to buy this. And then two bottles over was dry sack and it comes mm. in a sack, like a burlap bag. Yeah. So I had to like untangle it. I'm like, I just want to see the bottle. And I don't so know. So what was with the jumbo penis straws I saw out there? Yeah. Did they throw those in for free? Yeah. Mm. Totally cool. So nice. that's part of the special. Yeah. I presume. Okay. Well, here's, (laughs) here's what I'm going to say. Um, I've decided I don't like it. Good. That's okay. But but I will finish it because I respect you. There you go. And your love for a dry sack. (laughs) That's uh, there you go. There you go. So cheers to that. I'll bump my mic. There we go. Learn Uh something new every day. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's really bad. Now Mm -hmm. that I, I focus on it. It's a weird taste. It is a weird taste. It. I would almost prefer the super smoky whiskey that yeah. that I don't really like. Bourbon. You know what I mean? I got plenty of bourbon up there. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying that I that I need that now. Oh, I'm just I'm just saying that's another thing that I don't really care for. Just because it. What are you doing? You taking my stuff? Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Well, okay. all right. She's well, just service with a we, smile. We should have her here more often. Yeah. She doesn't get paid. <laughs> We're paying you in respect. Yep. Uh huh. It's fair. Joe, tell me a story. Once upon a time in the forest, there was three trolls, and they were making cookies inside of a tree. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're trolls or not, but okay. uh, they're they're good cookies. Uh, I uh, I forget the name of them, but uh, they're on TV. Sometimes. Uh, Toll House. That's it. Toll House. That's what they were doing. Are they Toll House or are they um, Fig Newtons? I thought they were Keeblers. Keep, oh, Keebler, Keebler Elf cookies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Um, Thank you. What's and then, uh, yeah, they made cookies out of the tears of young children. Mm. I don't know. Okay. What's up? That mm. one's, uh, yeah. This is Burning Cock? Cockburn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> burning Cock. <laughs> we're so filthy and 12 years old. Anyway. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. What do you do? So was that the end of your story? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, that's filler, right there. Let's see. Let's see if I no. Okay. Uh, do that again. I'm I'm trying to mess with that. Say 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 your punchline again. Chicka, Ready? Chicka boom boom. Will there be enough room? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I know. Am I right? I know. I'd they love it. it. We didn't even pay for them for that. No, no. we didn't. I and know. they're still going. Are they done? <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good it makes my living room seem Melissa like... tell me a scary story a scary story yeah mm. thanks Melissa <laughs> hey no I have to think about it <laughs> once upon a time a lady showed up mm-hmm. and then she asked for her rights mm. the end you're welcome Aww. Here, hold on a second. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta make a phone call. To who? Mm. To my wife. Mm. Becky's on the line. Becky, yeah. line one. Tell us what is Lance having for dinner hey, tonight? Did they already leave? <laughs> okay, Freaking thank you. Bye. He had robbers that came into his house. It was a UPS pickup that uh, apparently has gone wrong. So. Uh, here's what I say to that. <laughs> Man, uh, it's just great. This is right? this is cool. That's the best. If, by the end of this episode, we will exhaust all different buttons. There's only there's only 
eight buttons That's right. on this thing, but totally worth it. Boom. And the, the last button will be our outro because yeah. I have that programmed in there. So that means I have intro one, outro. two, uh, three more. I have, I have three more there buttons. You so yeah. you will probably know when they happen yeah. because you'll hear them in your ear holes. This is like real radio. Yeah. It's like the guy that's not really the host, but he has to sit behind and like, I feel um, <laughs> like Bob and Tom over here. Right. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> which which one is cooler? I want to be that one. Um, I've never listened to Bob and Tom. I've nah. heard about them for years, but I don't yeah. know anything about them. Their references, uh, I don't know, are over my head. I know like, Adam uh, Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yeah. Love line. I miss that. I miss mm-hmm. that. I miss the... Uh, Around here in Iowa, Bob and Tom. Around here. Around here. Counting Crows, Black Thank Crows. Thank you. One Counting of, Crows. One of them Crows. <laughs> Black, Black Crows did. Um, hey, little. Exactly. That's oh, Black yeah. Crows. That one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I probably know the words better than that, mm. but not off the top <laughs> of my head. Around. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, around 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, was about the time 2011 somewhere around there. Um, By the way, this one's much better. Yeah, I it do. doesn't taste like an actual ball sack. Good, mm. thank you. <laughs> so uh, I was into uh, 94.9 KGGO classic rock. Okay, and then the Bob for those and- of yeah. you that don't know and live in Ireland, uh, that's a radio station that's in radio central station. Iowa. Yeah, that's a radio station that was central Iowa. And I liked it because it was local. 95, KGGO. Right. I, I don't know it. if they still have that dude. Uh, I don't know. But they. I liked it because it was local. And what they would have is the local, they would have a comic on that was at the Funny Bone. Okay. And they had the same format that is what is Great Day KCWI. Yeah. yeah. But I loved it because they would make fun of Des Moines. They would make fun of like stuff that you would know. Mm-hmm. You know, And then they would have the local comic on and they would do something and tell a couple jokes. And, oh, go see them this Friday and blah, blah, blah. Could you uh, tell an example of a bad joke, please? A uh, bad joke. Um, anything I say, I guess. <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> well, that one down, two to go. You know, Lance, we all said it's not a, a story, great, but you. That's not a great cricket sound. Yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of like it. I could get a better it's one from like my a, backyard. A rocking chair. It came standard. That's squeaky. I don't know. Uh, what story do you want to hear? I want to hear a heart wrenching story from you. I could tell you a story from this past Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't do that. Hard best. I I won't do it, Melissa. I won't. I'll, <laughs> I'll think about it, but I won't do it. That reminds me of Beetlejuice. Yeah? I would say you must, but I know it's in my best interest if you yeah. really don't. Uh, things things happened, and it's pretty funny in hindsight. But it's okay. We're not going to talk about it. Did you get a new rug? <clears throat> uh, no. Maybe I should give you the one I found. No, we cleaned ah. it. I I am in need of many new rugs in my house. Mm. So um, if you pay for a uh, uh, premium for our podcast, then you can hear the actual story. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's our Patreon account. We got to set it up. And yeah. I still haven't set up the Facebook page because I'm a we'll lazy get, piece of shit. That's okay. I, uh, what's a, what's a story? Um, I don't know. I, I don't have any stories. I bet I do, but I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. Kara's really excited because our garden is doing well and they discovered cucumbers uh-huh. in our garden this is not exciting, but she was very excited. Yes. She was freaking out about it. So, so much so. Actually, I want to see if, if uh, this thing will work. She sent me a thing on Snapchat, but because I have the, the Bluetooth hooked up here, I wonder. It's funny. Her Snapchat shows up as my name because I had to set it up. Oh. I don't know how to change, but I have my own Snapchat. So it's really strange. So I can only imagine what all of her friends think when she sends a Snapchat and says Lance Harding on like, it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh-oh. Anyway, let's see if this works. Are you ready? Set. Sure. All right. So this is her out by the garden. She's listening to newsies on her phone and freaking out about the cucumbers that she just found. Let's see if it works. Okay. So here's this guy. This is the second cucumber we found. Here's the first cucumber we found. And I was just messing around with these tomatoes, getting them set up. And I see this. She's freaking out. There it is. 
There's the cucumber. Now, if our viewers could could see the cucumbers, they're about maybe an inch and a half like a baby long, pickle. and so she's figuring out how to like a baby pickle. Uh, thick like a pickle. Thick like a pickle. That's yeah. where that's, that's right. where we understand yeah. each other. I, I went straight <laughs> to the still, lyrics. Yeah. Thick like a pickle, but I'm still <laughs> getting paid. That's right. Got that, Melissa? Dance. No. You know what that is? I don't. The Humpty Dance. Is your Forget that. <laughs> She's young. Anyway, <laughs> she wasn't singing the Humpty Dance. She was singing Seize the Day from Newsies. The likely. musical. Yeah. If your daughter was singing Humpty Dance looking at cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> the Humpty yeah. Dance is your chance. <laughs> Holy shit, look at this. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Humpty Dance. So yeah. good. Anyway, mm. so we have baby cucumbers in yeah. our yard. I've been told that we have carrots in our yard. This isn't really a I've story. Did you see the carrots? Oh, yeah. Were the, did they remain in the ground or did you just One see the... One of them the, did not. Oh, okay. Apparently, some animal, maybe our dog, is getting to the plants Boo. occasionally. But it could be a rabbit, but I'm confused because it's a couple feet off the ground. So I'm not sure that it is rabbits, but I know that we have rabbits around. Right. Which I'm fine with, but if they're going to start eating all of her shit, then... Boo. We may have to put up something extra around them. Anyway, that was a super boring story. Yeah. I'm not good at stories. I think it could be a squirrel. Mm. And I was going to say, I didn't like that story. I would like to hear an angry story. An angry story. Uh, do you feel like I am easily angered? Your nose are flared right now, so it could be. That's just my face. <laughs> okay. It's, it could be someone else. <laughs> okay. That's the fun part. Um, what is a angry, what's made me angry recent? Joe, you've been around me. Uh, what made me angry? Not a whole lot, but you know, it's usually other people. Yeah. You know. No, everybody is an idiot. <laughs> I can tell you that much. It's usually something revolving around your dog or other people. And it's like, uh, Oh, like, um, <laughs> we did, uh, we did have an encounter with our neighbor. Joe was there for yeah. that. Um, so I do this thing with, um, with our dog that and she she's not always great around other people and the reason why is that she's very defensive and protective of our family and especially our kids now this particular day we were out for a walk and she had been we had been playing around like uh, getting her riled up around some bunnies that we had seen because she does like to go after bunnies, but she can never get them. Yeah. And we got back to our road. I do this thing where once we get to the end of our road, I will let her run after the kids, but I can't let her run after the kids with this big retractable leash thing. So I have to take it off. So I did that and she would always sprint after the kids. This particular day we have a neighbor who does not like me <laughs> to begin with. Like, okay. <laughs> She's never liked me, and I've never understood why she doesn't. Like, nobody has ever communicated with me why she doesn't like me. But uh, she happened to be out with her dog. And so my dog was running after the kids just like normal, and the kids were laughing, having a good time. Cora stops and sees this other person and her dog. And starts running towards them. And she wasn't like in attack mode or anything like that. She's just a bigger dog and scared this lady. And and so this lady takes her tiny dog and like yanks it up from the ground. And prop, do, doing what I would say would be any like way more damage than anything our dog <laughs> was going to do. And... Becky runs over to the dog because she was because she was uh, behind me and she's holding Cora and this this lady. Um, uh, we'll call her Shannon. because <laughs> That's her name. <laughs> nice. uh, she yanks up her dog and Becky says, I'm I'm walking over there to make sure everything's OK. I saw it all happen and I knew everything was fine, but I was going over to just, you know, help handle the situation. And Becky says, it's okay, you can go. And she picks up her dog. And uh, if I, I'm going to try to recreate the, um, the way in which she said it, she, uh, Becky says, uh, it's okay, you can go. And she, like, like I said, grabs her dog, is like strong arming it and says, yeah, I think I will. And I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and I kind right. of, we don't get along anyway. So I, 
<laughs> I had the attitude like, uh, sorry, like, like I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what to, what to do. Yeah. How do you smooth over a situation where somebody already hates you to you begin don't. with? You, just you know, let it I go. think it's that she's actually had her eye on you since you moved in. Maybe and she's been like, hot damn. And then it's, she realized that she could never have you. Mm, so now it's just that like, this is a know. development that I find very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I just, I understand. I I understand that normally there aren't, there isn't other people or another dog around. It just so happened that she happened to walk up behind us, yes. and then Cora saw another dog and got excited. And that's she loves dogs. She hates people. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, but she was going up to see the dog, and she just freaked out. So in hindsight. I should have kept the leash on or paid closer attention to what was going on. I am not, I am not oblivious to that fact, but at the same time, go fuck yourself. There you go. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I don't know. So I wasn't angry, but I was getting to the point later on because my wife is very worried about what the, what the neighbors are thinking. And, and I, I was in the house saying, kind of a counterpoint, like to an extent, I care what people think about me, but if they're coming into the equation already hating me for reasons that are unbeknownst to me, and there's nothing I can do to change that, then I don't give a shit what their opinion is. Like, all right. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, you just walk away from it. You but could I, have a naked statue in front of your house. Maybe I'm she'd like that. working on it. Do it. I think there's one that you can get on Broad Street. Nice. I accept. Do it. I... I don't know. I, I, I was trying to say my case, but Becky was very, she was kind of worked up about it about uh, throughout the night. And, and I, I understand where she's coming from, but I think if it had been anybody else, it would have been handled better. She sure. knew that it was me. So I feel like she overreacted a bit and I don't know. It yeah. is what it is. It was It was just a little I, I feel bad. I reached out to, I was not going to talk to her. <laughs> so I reached out to her husband because we're friendly and I made sure that everything was okay. Yeah. But uh, I was like, you know, what are you going to do? They're dogs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, like I, I, it was my bad. And I, and I told them that while well, I told him that and <laughs> told him to pass that along to his wife. But we will go back to never talking to each other. Mm-hmm. The the Which, same yeah. way that it was before. Like, and he said, no, the dog was fine. She was fine. Okay. And I was like, she didn't act fine. Yeah, she just kind of. And, and, and I even mentioned in the message, I said, um, I, I don't know. I read it to you, yeah. I think, because you were still there. I forget exactly how I said it. But I said, of all the people <laughs> that this could have happened like, <laughs> around. So uh, I think our days of doing that are are done just because she got overexcited and ran after the dog and and uh, chaos yeah. ensued. Right. I was and, in charge of your youngest daughter mm-hmm. because everyone was running towards the like trying to block mm-hmm. your dog. And so she was in the stroller. So I'm like, she's looking over and seeing things kind of happening. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to scoot her out of <laughs> a three-year-old does not need to see this. No. <laughs> so, like, so again, and it probably wouldn't have faced her at all. Probably not. But, but still. Uh, again, I understand that I should have left her on the leash in hindsight. Oh, However, yeah. this was not the first time that we've done this with the kids because Cora knows where the house is and we, we always do it from the same spot. She will run like she, we, it ends up being like a like a sprint for her for yeah. a, for the equivalent of half a block because the kids run ahead and she runs after the kids. It's the sure. same thing that she always does. Yeah. But this particular time, there happened to be a dog that came around the corner and she saw it out of the corner of her eye. So she made a beeline for for that instead of the kids. That was the weirdest part. But it, it and, and I kids. mean, you know, Shannon would never know that Cora would never do anything to another dog. She's never done it in her entire life. So I understand the reaction, but again, whatever. Cora is still very much a puppy. And I think, I don't know, keep doing it. Do it again. (laughs) Double down. She'll deal with it. (laughs) Wait outside on my porch for her to walk by. Like go. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if she's just staying on the other side of the road now. That's fine. And I feel, part of me feels bad that she doesn't like me 
you know, there was a time in my life where I cared more about people liking me, but I'm damn near 40 and I'm starting to not give a shit. Yeah. And it's like, if you want to hate me, fine. (laughs) That's I like, I don't, I don't even care anymore, Yeah. but I used to want to, and maybe that's kind of where Becky is, is feeling a little bit differently that she wants to be kind of universally liked by everybody. But that, that was the case I was making to her. It was like, if she's coming into this, hating me, fuck that. Like, how am I supposed to smooth that over? Uh We have a, we have a friend that a mutual friend between us that she would hang out with Shannon from time to time. And then at one point she saw that this friend was coming over to my house and she like was mad about it. <laughs> like she stopped talking to that mutual friend more or less from what I'm led to believe because she saw that she was at my house. That's awful. Like, weird. And like, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck do you think we're doing in my house? That's so, or what, what is it that I've done to you in the past? Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> like I said, secret desire. I, I guess. Uh, maybe that I makes just, sense. I don't understand. I don't get I it. Mean, what you'll find is so many people want to waste your time. Not many people are worth your time. Uh-huh. So you hear that Joe? I, Step yeah, it up. I have a lot of, I know a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that wasn't really an angry story. That was more like reaction. Fuck off. I, I like what, what? Okay, good. I, I, I understand the difference between right and wrong. And I understand that you should have your dog on a leash. But this is like, it's a thing that we've done. And it's right outside of our house. And she can handle it. But again, she's still young. And she saw another dog. And she went nuts for it. So yeah. then she just ran after it. That was the weirdest part. And then I had to deal with the aftermath for the rest of the night. Like, uh, Where's your angry sound effect? Um, angry sound effect. I have to push this thing here. I wasn't, I wasn't, this isn't angry, but maybe it'll work. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't have a, I don't have an angry one. We'll, did I, we'll make one. Did I do? No, I don't think I did that one yet. We'll get there. Okay. Oh, wait, I think I can. Oh, nice. I can add more. I just need to scroll. Nobody gives a shit. It, it, it's fine. Yeah. It, this is an audio. Sweet. <laughs> this isn't. A, nobody can see what I'm seeing. Sweet. We yeah. got a roadcaster. That's what we got. We did. Yes. And it finally fucking so, showed up. If you want to Google it, that's what it looks like. There if you, you want to Google me, you can see what I look like. Hey. hey. It's fairly impressive. Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that's that. That that's what happened to me. I'm sure if I sit here and think about other things that have been happening recently, that was just one of them that stuck out in my mind for yeah. some reason. Yeah. So it wasn't a great story, but nah. whatever. Yeah. I did watch a documentary on the Baja men. Ooh, of- you were telling me about this. I also, and I'm I'ma let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the greatest videos of all time. I agree. And I've also been doc- uh, watching a documentary that's fucking over four hours long oh. that we're going to talk about when you're done. Okay. And go. Well, it was the Baja Men. I think it was on uh, Hulu. I want to say it was Hulu. Okay. And it was about who let the dogs out, and that's what it was called. All right. It's called Who Let the Dogs Out. And there is enough there to merit. Do we a mean World Health Organization? Who or just? Who? Well, that's the greatest. I don't think that they let the dogs out. It's the greatest unanswered question of our time. <laughs> so it starts with this guy that uh, he. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's how we know it. Yeah. So it goes into this guy that's like doing a stage show with like a PowerPoint. Okay. And it just seems kind of a cool setting. And then yeah. uh, this guy goes like, "Who let the dogs out?" That's the greatest uh, question, unanswered question of our time. Mm-hmm. This came out in 2000, but we can date it back even further, back to like 87. What? And he was like, there's this whole entire, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Copyright infringement. Yeah. Because there was like clear albums. Like this artist from this time, listen to this track and it sounded different, but it was pretty much the same. It was like okay. this hook. Yeah. And then uh, there was one that was like in 90 early 90s okay it was like a girl group and it said who let the dogs loose woof 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 so it was like and then then they kept going back and they kept going back and he's like i've been doing this same show over and over yeah and i get people who are like i know 
we used to say that in sports, you know, and so they would go and uh, we have, do you have actual evidence? He's like, absolutely. 1990 pops in a tape and then it shows like this football team in high school in the middle of Michigan of like, uh, you know, they won the game and they're on, the, you know, in the end zone. And they're like, who mm-hmm. let the dogs out? Woof, woof, who let the dogs out? <laughs> so it's just like, where did it start and who has the rights to it? It was yeah. just, and then it eventually got to the right people where you could you could hear the progression of it before. Uh, okay, it was popular. It was really popular in um, Jamaica, and so it was already. I mean, it's it sound like they're kind of a reggae yeah. group, right? Yeah. So I it, mean, they seemed like it, but that, that song didn't necessarily have the reggae feel to it, no. but they seem, I mean, the Baja men. Yeah. Well, That's they what showed, they, okay, this one was 1997 or 98. And, uh, this is kind of what it sounded like and it sounded different. And then it got into the hands of producers. And okay. then, so it was already around for like years and years before it even hit like what we know of, you know, the year 2000. Yeah. And, uh, they added, it got to the right producers and they added like the little chimes and the little like, Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, there was a good, uh, documentary of just like, Oh my God. Like yeah. who, who really owns the rights to that? And who did let the dogs out? Uh, we don't know. You it, know, I think it began in 1903 with the suffragettes. Yeah. Because women, bitches, they, they're <laughs> out. And they They're, want they want to be able to vote, so uh, they let all the dogs. I out. mean, if that's what are you, bye, Joe. I'm getting new wine. You don't like it either. He was tired <laughs> of the suffragettes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? I mean, I I appreciate the effort on the wine. By the way, it was it, too dry of a sack. I, think, I guess. Here's the thing. Now you need to gift it to somebody. Ooh, who do we gift it to? I, Shannon. <laughs> No, I will donate. I'll donate to the Boy Scouts. And that's, wow, that's our workaround. I, you know, I, I, I wish that she liked me, well, but I just stopped caring. I think after the dry sack, I think well, she'll love you. I think for a while there, I was under the impression that she liked me, We're and in then shows, I just kind of figured you know, it out. That's yeah, okay. You can't give away information, Joe. No, yeah, you can't. I can't. People can't know. This we, we can't know this person, but it's weird because she's older than you. And why are you being the adult? I don't know. Oh, did her finger get nailed in? Because I think I know who you're talking about. Mm, I we're not we're not talking about anybody. Mm, this okay. is a hypothetical Shannon that nobody knows. Nobody she's definitely knows. a Karen. Nobody knows. Mm, well, people are saying that Karen is now a derogatory term. They want to what? They just don't like being called out. Let's ask our, uh, I don't know if you guys know her, but I have a friend named Karen. Yeah. And it's her actual name. So I want to know. Let's have her call in. <laughs> we should. <laughs> Any Karens, if you're listening. Anyway, enough about this hypothetical person hypothetical. that we're talking about. Yeah, let's hear about, about this four hour documentary that you yes. are watching. So I found this documentary and I started watching it. It's impressive how long it is but basically what they're doing is going through every year in the 80s in chronological order i for the most part they mention stuff here and there from other years aside from the one that they were just touching on of every well not every but most of the uh what would the word be um not relevant but something or other, it's touching on a lot of the horror films from the 1980s. Yes. And it starts in 1980. Ooh. And I am now about halfway through and in 1985. I believe I'm still in 1985. So we just watched, uh, they were talking about Monster Squad. They're talking about Hellraiser. Um, they've, in 1984, they talked about the Gremlins. Uh, they've obviously one of my favorites and I was actually just talking to my daughter about this cause it's probably too soon for my son, but I'm wondering if Kara can handle watching some of them because she watched stranger things, which so did my son. But I think because it's Netflix, they, there's not a lot of gore in stranger things and there can be it in the eighties. They upped the gore factor big time. But one of my favorites here. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna make use of this. Tell, tell me if you know what this is. Anyone? Bueller. 
Not yet. Bueller. Something D O O economics. Voodoo economics. What? Ben Stein from oh. uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Tried. I tried. It's fine. I know really stupid things. Here it comes. Maybe. I might give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Nothing yet? No. I don't right. know this. I don't know. All right. I mean, hardcore people know what this is. Sure. You'll, wait a second. It's got to be coming up. It's one. So if you think of the main three horror icons from the 80s, who do you think of? Uh, Freddy Krueger, yep. Jason, uh, Michael Myers. And correct. I agree with you. Just like... So this is from one of those movies. I will guess Michael Myers. Nah, I want to say Freddy Krueger because there yeah, wasn't really. Yeah, buddy, that's why Son we're friends, bitch. and that's why me and Melissa not so. Oh. Hey, I'm your personal Yoda, and I know that's why we're friends. Personal Yoda. There we go. So yeah. I'm kind of, you know, she's 12. She acts like she's uh, 26 uh-huh. sometimes. At least her attitude. She so, just bought a new house. Yeah, she just moved out. <laughs> okay, nice. So maybe we'll spend some time together. We also, I've been talking with her about picking up on Buffy the Vampire Slayer again uh, because we were watching that together, but it's getting, it's getting into Sexual. the, yeah, it's getting into the college years. And I know that some of it will be over her head and some of it could be a good opportunity for a conversation Yep. about things because she is going into junior high and I want to make sure that we can communicate about things like that. Yeah, it's a weird time. Like, I watch shows I wasn't necessarily supposed yeah. to, you know. Yeah. like TV, I guess if we're not talking about this anymore. Oh, it says TV Y7, but, you know, I'm five or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And yeah. You're watching Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon mm-hmm. uh, yeah. or something like that. But you I mean, know. I wouldn't be surprised. Netflix has the new Babysitter's Club. Yes. And I'm yeah. wondering what kind of stuff they're going to touch on in that because they're teenagers. And it seems like sometimes those shows on Netflix try to push the envelope a little bit. Right. Yep. Mm. I mean, with the new reboot of Sabrina, that's very sexualized. Ooh, and it's like. It's dark, Sabrina. It's pretty dark. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. I'm like, Salem doesn't fucking talk. Come on, man. Yeah, that's lame. <laughs> that's pretty yeah, lame. It's true. Everybody loves Salem, yeah. a.k.a. Maybe the next season. The blonde beaver. Maybe of, the next season they put a spell on Salem so yeah. they can talk. The angry beavers, the blonde mm-hmm. beaver. Mm. Same guy. They always right. are, Joe. Same guy. I blonde, think your daughter will be the, fine. The, <laughs> blonde beaver. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Womp, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm mature. That's right. We're all 12. That's what they tell me. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting because so, I'm like, I don't know, raising the kid I'm yeah. not in that boat you are. Don't, but I don't get to, in the boat, Joe. No, it, I tr- <laughs> you know, I will get back to all the horror nonsense. Yeah. But since Kara has been growing up kind of as fast as she is, it's like I in my life have not been this big of an emotional roller coaster in my life. So I, I, I'm excited for whatever's happening to be finished because Kara and I were always like the, the tightest in the, in the family. And it's like, she's kind of figuring herself out. She is, which is great, which is, which is good. But then she, she has these pre teenage, slightly teenage mood swings. And, and I, I sit there and I talk to her and I'm like, I just wish you would communicate with me and tell me what's going on because then I can try to help you. But I also, I like, I give her space. She has plenty of space. I mean, she, she practically lives on another (laughs) floor of the house. So it, but it's just been, it's been a roller coaster. With her, and it was she went to Wyoming for a week with a friend, and my God, I am a wimp. Well, (laughs) it was was, that was rough leading up to it. There was, and I I typically stay up late because I'm productive at night. Yeah, but apparently I'm very emotional at night because uh... there were some nights that I went to bed just more or less just in tears thinking about all sorts of things, her growing up and, and all of this. And it's, it's been coming 
slowly and things have happened over the years. Like I would find myself at weddings and I think I've told you this story before that starting maybe about five years ago, I'd be at a wedding watching a father daughter dance and, and I just like start crying and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And there was one wedding in particular and I can re- remember them doing it. The the bride looked over at me because I'm standing by myself and she was like, I think he's crying. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and they were laughing at me. Yeah. They thought it was sweet, but I'm like, I'm like swearing at myself. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with yeah. me? I and know. I think it's something that happens when you have kids. And well, I'm wondering, it's I wonder how that's going to change for you. I mean, like it's, different. I'd love for it to go away, oh, but yeah. you also have two more kids that you kind of got to yeah. go through. You know, the thing is, it's not going to go away. I and get that's, out. Right. Just that's leave. not a bad thing. Yeah. So when I was at the red cross training, I was in with a group full of, you know, people that were middle-aged. I was yeah. kind of the outlier, but there was this guy in there and he opened up about how, you know, he was joining the Red Cross because why not? His daughter's about to graduate from high school and she doesn't need him as much. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of turned to him and I said, your daughter's always going to need you. It doesn't matter if she's 10 years old or 30. Mm-hmm. And so I would just keep that in mind. Like she's not going to need you in the same ways, but she will always turn to you and you've been a great dad. And mm. so I think especially with COVID-19, everything's fucking weird. And you're not able to bond with her in the normal ways that you would, like taking her to a concert. Mm -hmm. And so finding those special ways to really get down to what she's feeling and the ways that you normally would, you're not Mm -hmm. able to. We've talked about this before, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before. Uh, For me, more, I mean, I admittedly, I haven't, I haven't contracted COVID or anything like that. And and it is very unfortunate that a lot of people have and that all of this is happening, but it's been one hell of a silver lining for me that my entire family has been able to be home because Becky's a teacher, the kids are not in school and I have loved everything every minute of it right on yeah. with the exception of the occasional trauma (laughs) but but it's been my dream scenario because then also the bar got shut down but now we're getting down to i don't know what term you would use brass tacks or whatever that that the bar needs to open up and people need to start showing up otherwise i'm not going to make any money anymore and then we're going to be in a different situation which is going to be pretty shitty yep uh, but yeah, we, we all got to be home and it, it, before COVID, I had to be at the bar a lot at night and nighttime was when everybody was home, but me. And I was feeling a, a tremendous amount of distance from my family. And that with my kind of m- mania that happens in my brain. I know people interpret the term mania uh, differently sometimes, but my my uh, mind is always running uh, overtime and and going down rabbit holes that it shouldn't. It it just it messed with me that I wasn't able to spend time with my family. And so uh, after COVID hit and everything started changing and everyone was staying at home, there was a lot of people online that started saying shit about how they couldn't wait for their kids to go back to school and they couldn't stand it. And I'm like, what kind of kids do you have? Like, I know that my kids are, are yeah. good and well-behaved, but I, I didn't know that people were raising spawns of Satan mm-hmm. in their house, but yeah. it, it was, it was the best thing that's happened to me in terms of my family for years because we got to spend all of this time together and right. we were doing fun things with Legos, building the garden outside, doing, doing all of this stuff. It was, it was great. Yeah. I don't know where I was going. Oh, we were talking about horror movies. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> this guy's ripping this dude's throat out. No, it's cool because it goes through all of these movies and it, not everybody that was involved in the movies participated in this it has people that were directors or producers of particular movies one of the random people in there is the girl from paranormal activity oh. which admittedly the first one was a good movie like i loved the the first movie but then yeah. it became like 
a they, thing that they just kept visiting yeah, and they, it and it wasn't new and exciting anymore. They kind kept, of like Blair yeah. Witch. They kept that, beating a dead yeah. horse. Yes. Yeah. And uh but they they talked to some big names, some people that have played um Jason. I'm kind of surprised they didn't get Robert England in there. They have the the gal that played Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh-huh. So she was kind of throughout all of it. She wasn't in every movie, but she was in a lot of them. And it's just been fun. They show a lot of the special effects in the movie. They have people that worked on the special effects. They they talk about like an American werewolf in um, in which one was it in London, the first one, and not the weird '90s one. Uh, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm not sure if you've seen any of these movies, by the way. I'm, I may just be talking to myself, <laughs> but. They they talk about that stuff and okay so in this movie we did this because this movie before uh, we were able to see how they how they made the werewolf transformation and then with the change in technology we wanted to we wanted to push ourselves but also use practical effects because of the well the digital effects were shit like yeah. it would have been essentially claymation yeah back then and some of the movies they show have claymation like Q there's a movie Q that I a lot of these movies I've been looking up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna buy them and we will watch them together. Yeah. And and I thought about hitting you up and seeing if you wanted to come over and watch this, but I I figured that a lot of these movies you wouldn't necessarily know. But if you're interested in watching it, I will totally watch part of it again. Ooh, yeah, or you or perhaps maybe t- tonight or the next night you can come over and and check out like 86 through 87 and see if it's something you're into. But it. It doesn't really stop. It just keeps going. And then they touch on like special effects for a little bit. And then earlier today, the part that I was watching was focusing on the soundtracks uh-huh. and and some of the and introducing uh, or not introducing, but focusing on, uh, you know, what worked in some of them and what didn't. And it's, so it sounds it's pretty, pretty cool. Full. Yeah. Um, where, where can you see this? What's it called? So there's actually a website that you can go to. I forget the name of the website on the, off the top of my head, but I will look it up if you talk amongst yourselves for a second. Well, yeah, it's just cool to see like, uh, uh, that's what I want in movies. And they don't really, we don't really have that much anymore unless it's Mm -hmm. like a big, you know, big franchise or something, but that's what you want to dive into and see, like, oh, man, that's how they did it back in that. Wow, you know. Have like, either of you watched Prop Culture yet on Disney Plus? No, no, but I want to. Oh, that's some good shit. Now, yeah. some of that makes me insanely jealous <laughs> that some <laughs> people have these, these props. We've discussed there used to be a prop show back in the day. I forget the name of it. Do you remember it? Uh, we talked about the, it with Sam on, yeah. on the podcast. Hollywood... Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was on like uh, basic cable, I, something uh, like that. I, yeah, maybe uh, they had on like fucking sci-fi or yeah. something. I don't know. They had leads, and they had people who were like, "Oh, I got a lead on Mary Poppins' bag." And yes, yeah, yeah that was that's ridiculous. And then they had mm-hmm. to like watch the movie to make sure it matched to, to make everything. sure that everything matched up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the uh, before we move on, eighties uh, horror doc. So eighties, as you can imagine, eight zero s. Horror doc, doc dot com oh, nice. is where you can find it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's, it's like fucking over four hours long. Wow. It's crazy. Cool. It's worth it. You know, it's totally worth it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. But yeah, there was a prop, man. They, they just blow my mind. Yeah. Because it's just, how'd you get your hands on it? You mm-hmm. know, and why are you getting rid of it? But anyway, uh, there was a, yesterday I came across a Steve Martin auction dude and it had shit that it was like here's a suit that he wore for this Mm -hmm. movie uh here's one of the dentist tools that he used in little shop of horrors here's a signed script from bowfinger here's a signed script from the jerk and like all this stuff here's the thing man like on their catalog it's julian's who's doing the auction yeah on their catalog they're saying yeah this is probably gonna sell for like two to three hundred bucks i'm like fuck you that's gonna sell for way more some of that stuff that they had in there and where they were ballparking it it's like you're full of shit you're saying that so more people you tune into it right. there's no way 
that 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 some of those things are going to go for that yeah. little. I do think it's funny that he's giving away or selling rather for I, some sort of charity. It's, I think yeah, right. Yeah. That uh, he has like his People's Choice Awards. Yes, and, and stuff like, like that. Eh, what am I going to do with it? Exactly. But uh, I would go for something signed because he does not sign autographs. The 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 Oscars poster. Yeah. was cool. That I um, there yeah there was a couple things signed in there that was neat and you know it's coming from his personal collection. Yeah, but it's. Yeah. I remember watching, it wasn't through Julian's, but through another company, watching the Audrey 2. Yes. The, the one that was in the the, the Maxwell House can. It was, right. it was the hero prop from the movie, oh. uh, Little Shop of Horrors, for uh, most of the beginning of the movie. It's when the plant started to develop right. a, a little bit. And... I I was in the auction for this is back when Lance had money. This hasn't <laughs> happened in a long time. And I was on the phone with somebody and and uh, interacting with the auction and I was don't tell my wife, but I was prepared to pay a lot of money <laughs> at the time. And but thankfully it it went I mean unfortunately but also thankfully it went too high. And uh, it ended up going for, I, I think I bowed out at like $5,000. Oh, but the thing is, um, without something like a, something close to apocalyptic, there's no way that this is going to go down in value. Right. So you can have it for a while. Just hold Enjoy it. it. And this was funny enough the same time that we were getting ready to do Little Shop of Horrors in our theater here in town. We could have had it. And like, th- this was something that I strongly considered. And it just, it, it. I was on the phone. They said, okay, this amount. And I said, okay, do it. And then it just kept going up. And it, I think it ended up selling for like seven, 7,000 <sighs> some odd dollars. And I, there was another thing that I was interested back in the day. This was through, a, I think maybe screenuse.com they used to have a bunch of really sweet back to the future star wars instead this this is the same dude that owned the delorean the the terminator 2 motorcycle and fucking like the the jacket and the shotgun like this dude like he's he's the one i I think i talked to sam and you about it on here at one point that i was actually on the phone with this dude and got to have like an hour-long conversation with him about shit and he ended up selling yeah, that's right. Indiana he ended up Jones. the Indiana Jones like hat yeah. and whip and jacket. Yeah, the trio of like, yeah. and he he sold it and he said, "I'll never tell anybody how much I sold that stuff for, but I will tell you that it put all of my kids through college. It got me like another house. It got me cars, and I still have like a ton." It, he he said that he would never sell it, but somebody came at him with an offer that he had to like sit down. And contemplate for days because uh, it was great. And th- people just eat that shit well, up. Yeah. But if you would have gotten some of that shit back in the day, and the thing is, is, I think eBay contributed to it. A lot of other things contributed to it. And a lot of us getting older and having nostalgia for this shit, it, it, there was a very small window where you could get these things at yeah. a decent price. Mm-hmm. And like that Frisbee pie plate that I had from Back to the Future 3. It, I don't even know that it was necessarily one that was, you know, used. Uh, obviously, it was on screen, but not necessarily the one that he threw right. in the movie. But it was there, and it was on the table uh, at, at the least. It's on the screen. And, and, and yeah, and, and one of the props was like a legit prop. But I bought that for, I want to say, 1500 to $2,000 or something like that back in the day. It was a decent deal. That thing would be like fucking six thousand dollars now. Uh, yeah, for something in a movie that iconic, there's there's no way. There for a while there, I had left the I had left the post up, uh, saying that I was selling it because we were trying to buy the house that we live in now. So I had to sell that. I sold a bunch of fucking like damn near mint Star Wars figures that uh, that had been. Like like airtight sealed and in, in plastic oh AFA graded shit. My brother and has a whole bunch of the uh, X Men fa- figurines in a glass container, mm. and it's like I would love to see what those would go for. I like that. I know it's still in, still in the package. Uh, I don't believe so. Mm. so I mean, get, you could still get yeah. something for them, but yeah, these were like AFA graded 
80 or higher, like original 12 back Darth Vader from 1977. Like I had that stuff and toys are a little bit different Yeah, or figurines or however you say, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's not, it's not a prop. Yeah. You kind of yeah. know what you're getting into, but then like, how do you know what's worth? I don't know. I guess it's a whole nother. It's thing. very volatile. Yeah. But it isn't going down. Yeah. Um, it, it in no way like it's only gone up and then nowadays like they caught on you know like at yeah. least the studios caught on because it used mm-hmm. to be you know you worked for a production and then they got rid of shit and then they yeah. just like oh wait no i'm gonna put that in my car and take it home anything yeah. that and, anything that you buy now will it it will everything so overproduced yeah the, but the now moment has not, gone but now yeah. they're not right. like they're cracking down on that shit so like you mm-hmm. see something like ready player one and then there's yeah. no shot in hell that you're getting like oh i want that jacket. oh as far as props like, as yes. far as props yeah. and shit like nowadays right. like they're just cracking like yep. the studios know that it's gonna go for money that's right so you're they, right they put it in a vault and yeah. then like years down the road oh by the way we actually have a whole bunch of shit that we'd like oh i love that movie oh my mm-hmm. god and then boosh yeah, yeah. Uh, i'd love to go to california there's some bar there where it was around the time when um nightmare before christmas was being made and a yeah. whole bunch of the people there they happened to be um helping design the set Ooh. for it and so they would go into the they well th- what they decided um they threw out like the hilltop that you see jack skellington walking yes. across and so they just decided we don't need this anymore. I mean, that was like you said in the time when it's just kind of when you were done with the set, you threw it out. Yeah. And so a few of the people were like, "Uh, we're keeping this shit." Yeah. And so they went, and it's in this bar, and it's like, wow. I would That's love it. to go visit this place because it's just a whole bunch of eclectic movie pieces. And, and it's, it's like, like a Planet Hollywood or something, yes. where it's just like, oh, here's like I went to one in London, and it had the outfit that Bruce Willis wore for Die Hard, Ooh, and it had nice. the blood stains on it, and I'm just like. <laughs> Oh my god! Ooh, like I didn't sit down. I do like, like that. We sat down at the table, and then um, you know how you just kind of chat with your family or whatever. I basically got up, ordered my drink, and then I'm like, I'm looking around, <laughs> mm-hmm. just like, oh, there's the autograph of this. There's the license plate for. Uh, it's like a license that Tom Cruise had. Mm-hmm. It has his face on it. It was a prop in whatever movie it was. I'm like, oh my God. I always wondered how legit the stuff in Planet Hollywood was. True, or yeah. reproduced. I'm sure or- that some of it was, but you can't have the Sylvester Stallone in Ice from Demolition Man in every one, and they're all legit. Right. I don't know. I felt, unless they floated around, I felt like I saw that one a couple different places. Or how many props? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, hmm. I mean, still, it's cool. Yeah. But then... I don't know. Hard Rock Cafe kind of has the same, but for music. Yeah. Well, what I like about Hard Rock Cafe is the screens everywhere, you know, uh, that I, and I want to say maybe in the later years, they started adding a function where you could put in a request for something. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of a different place, but I always liked that, that the music was always so loud. Also, they had a killer uh, cheeseburger there. I, uh, I went to, one of those in Extra San Francisco, nice. mm-hmm. and they had uh, like I went to that one. Did you? Yeah, I um, did. Me and uh, my buddy Paul yeah. and Eric, we went to San Francisco for like thirty six hours. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And while we were there, I believe we went to the Hard the Rock Hard Rock. Yeah. yeah, I went to your bachelor that's party. What it was it was Eric's bachelor oh, party. Okay. Yeah, so we we went there and we did a whole thing, and I forget if it was. Maybe it was the way back was a red eye flight. Yeah. Um, I don't know. These are semantics, but it was the shittiest airplane ride yeah. I've had in my. Could, do you call them airplane rides? Sure. I, that's what I just did. Why not? So, Airbus. They say Airbus. Now. Yeah. So anyway, finish um, your story. Yeah, I went there in 2010 for a photography trip, and uh, inside the one, like I was taking pictures of the pictures and shit, you know. Yeah. But uh, they had a framed hat, a fedora. And on the brim, it was autographed by Michael Jackson. Son of a bitch. And I'm like, oh, my God. Steal like, it. I wanted to. I was like, screw the Phillips head. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Should have brought my little pocket That's knife. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I'm a sucker for that shit, though. I don't know. It's just... I oh, I don't was, so am I I know uh, obviously I would love to have some of that stuff I it's been fun getting into some I I understand that I start saying something and then I say something else it's the thing I do deal with it I've enjoyed watching the horror stuff because it's making me get back into it again 
and I go through these things where I, I don't really ever lose anything, but I go through phases where I get into something way more at a particular time. Yeah. But what's mm-hmm. cool about it is because I end up with a lot of cool shit when I'm in the mood for that particular thing. You know, I went and I'm still interested in like mid-century furniture, but I have a lot of stuff in my house now that's really cool from like the 50s and 60s. Yeah. But I'm not really actively looking for it anymore. But I have acquired some things and then I move on to something else. I'm collecting, you know, cassettes and basically yeah. filling a wall with that shit. And I've collected uh, different statues. You know, I've got a diorama from Star Wars and Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. and just all of this shit. So now it's going to be fun kind of diving into some horror stuff because I want to see what kind of things I can find before I move on to the next thing. But my goal is to just end up with this space that has such like an eclectic feel to it. And yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what I can find in, in that department. Um, also, fun fact, we try to keep these at about an hour and we're at just over an hour. So Sweet. we should probably, uh, do you want to wrap it up? We could. All right. do it. And uh, do you know how to wrap it up? Uh, like this there should be no, a button wait, for that there is a button I don't know, but yeah. should i push it it's gonna start us wrapping it up ready are you ready for this here it comes it's happening wrap it up joe all right everyone thanks for listening <laughs> the first was, time for everything uh, joe yeah, thanks for letting me back on <laughs> that's right we'll, we'll have you on again in three two uh, probably you were close like how about now. right now <laughs> there Do you it. go <laughs> boom <laughs>